You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. G'day, punters and dribblers. It's your old pals, Tom and Eddie. Your old mates. Your old pals. Fucking back for another rip. Yeah. Another tear. On the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of the... Unqualified... Opinion. And... Unwavering. Bias. So what does that mean, punters and dribblers? That means... That we can say whatever the fuck we want. And you can't sit there and go, you can't don't know what you're talking about. Because we, we acknowledge that off we, the rip. Yeah, off you can't rip. be, you know, yeah, we acknowledge that off the rip. Funnily enough, there was a fucking... Acknowledge your faults. There was a guy in the comments a couple of days ago. I won't name him, mainly because I can't remember. <laughs> but he left a comment. I think it was after like the Tigers thing where GI was videoed like in Tigers attire. And he went on one of the When great- Cody went for a bat. Yeah, when Cody was beaten off about it but wouldn't admit it because it was only his second day and he felt like it was maybe inappropriate for us. Well, he couldn't admit it. He couldn't admit it on probation. No, when he's still on probation, he couldn't couldn't take the risk, Tom. No. And I I applaud his uh, decision. So I won't say the guy's name. And again, I wasn't planning on bringing this guy up, but you'll be able to find his comment on the post. (laughs) He goes, am I the only one who thinks this is a shocker? As soon as his natural ability declined, he quit. This is about Greg Inglis, by the way. Uh, what could he possibly teach them, the Tigers, who were shit? Uh, he was great because he was probably the greatest athlete to play the game. He never had to understand the game. He was just better. And when he wasn't, he quit. Right. Now, he got his asshole ripped apart. Well, um, I w- I'm not surprised by that. I'm not surprised right. by that. But that's the pond in which we swim. Yeah. I, the man has every right to leave. Every right. In fact, I applaud it. So do I. I'll go a step further. I love it. I disagree with it. F- strongly. Yeah. Greg Inglis is one of the great footballers to have ever played the game. Both physically and otherwise. I mean, his ability to fucking make something happen when there was nothing on or to destroy New South Wales hearts and souls, minds, body, spirit, late in games. Well, was he was also like a playmaker. Better that, yeah, exactly. But that happened far too often for it to be a fluke. He won grand final, I think, at 5'8 centre fullback. Yeah, he played five eight. People forget that. Yeah. So the um, guy, the guy, the guy, the guy understands the game. Captain Queensland. Mm. He wasn't down in camp on the wing, fucking cherry picking tries <laughs> off Darren Lockyer. No, exactly. And guy, that's with full respect to Denon Camp. Full respect to Denon, who was a physical specimen. Well, uh, not only physical, Tom. Not only imposing, but quick, quick, real quick. But not a big rugby quick league sticks. brain. No, not a thinker. Post career though, Denon's been. Yeah, he's, he's been okay. He's become a thinker. He's he's been forced to, I think, but he still doesn't mind um, riding the fence like a Sibian. But that's okay, <laughs> because as 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 is this dribbler's right to say that Greg Inglis was overrated and basically did nothing, is as Denon's right to sit on the fence and ride it like a Sibian. Now this wasn't intended to be a drive-by on Denon. Obviously, it's become that, and we will continue to do it. We yep. have just come from recording the DMP with this Mr. Sibian himself. Um, <laughs> if I wouldn't mind making that, dude, he should release his own thing of bloke Sibians. Bloke Sibians, yeah, for for riding the fence. Yeah, yeah, and it's like on the on the back on the bottom of it is a fence. Yeah, you know, it's a tent. It's attached to like fence posts. Correct, correct. Um, Anyway. That's a side note. That's obviously just a merchandise opportunity for Denon Kemp. Um, but that that's one of the worst takes of all time. What can Greg Inglis teach the Tigers players? And particularly a young Jareen Buller who's played, what, fucking half a season? Yeah. Um, 
you know, very wet behind the ears, mm. as they say, Tom. I'm, I'm fairly certain a bloke who's won that many Origins, that many World Cups and that many comps may have something he could say, maybe something to teach. Okay, looks like Darren Lockyer. It Sorry. does, it does. But that's the beauty of dribble and yarn. And in a roundabout way, what we're saying is we celebrate all opinions, even if some of them, most of them even, are completely inaccurate. Yes, ours included. But Well, in- we're rarely wrong. We're rarely wrong, but sometimes our opinions are. Correct. But we're rarely wrong. We're not. No. Um, but whilst, you know, you may not want to be this guy and get your, your bum all ripped out on a podcast by your heroes, it, your opinions are valued. That's what the punters and dribblers needs to be more of as well. You know, like shit story rugby league opinion. Not like, oh, you're fucking, this is me out at fucking getting pissed one night. Like, But also, when it comes to rugby league opinion, the greatest thing about rugby league, Tom, in my opinion, one of the great things about rugby league, I should say, is its uh, ability to throw up surprise and its, its ability to be unpredictable. I mean, if you go through the experts' top eight at the start of a season on who's going to win the comp, they're always wildly wrong, generally speaking. Mm. So what I'm trying to say is even if your opinion's dog shit most of the time, every now and then you're going to hit. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit. Like me, we actually were recounting this today in the green room. When Bradman Best went to Bali and got a double sleeve, well, he got the sleeve tattoo, I then was on him for a double when he got back. I was you like, Bradman Best scores, this, scores a double. He hadn't scored a try for like fucking game. Exactly. And you hit in a big, big way. Yeah. And that was off the back of us talking in the green room, punishment triples, about Buzz, my man, Rothfield, and how much we've missed him. Yeah. Now, I think, like, even if you haven't openly said that to a mate or your missus or your mum mm. or your dad, I think deep down, you know, in, in your soul, if you just want to take a moment to pause mm-hmm. and, and reach down into your rugby league soul, yep. there's a big part of you that has missed the great and the powerful Buzz Rothfield yep. now this some, offseason. Some will say he's been there basically all of the offseason. He's been around. He's been sniffing about. I'm talking like, about Monday nights, NRL 360, the yep. big fella wheeled out yep. and... You know you're alive listening to that bloke. Wheeled out in his uh, Hannibal Lecter suit because he'll bite. Oh, shit, yeah. But he'll spit mayo and he'll bite you if you're not careful. And, and I've missed it. Listen, you don't want him to bite you because what do we get? Rabies. Yeah. Turn into mayo, man. You turn into, uh, yeah, may, uh, yeah. Rabies. Rabies. Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a mayo-rabies hybrid Those are, Yeah, it is. Um, you foam mayo at the mouth. Yeah, you foam mayo. You don't die. You just foam mayo. <laughs> no, you just foam mayo. And, and have like wild rugby league takes. Yes. I missed him. I've missed him a lot. And I'm looking forward to having him back on our screens and just in my life more generally. I actually have a goal this year to read the newspaper way more. Good for you, mate. Like the sports section, obviously. Uh, Men's <laughs> yeah. Women's Weekly. I'm not going there for uh, gangland information. Which Although, is if you you know, if if you want to keep up on the happenings of, the, of in the underworld, you can go there for that. If you, it's not basically no, no, no. It's sport and underworld killings. That's right. And the confidential section, which we have been in, not a big deal. Now, I'm I'm pumped for you to to read more of the paper this year. I think yep. that's terrific. Yep. What I'm sort of hoping for on the back of Mayo Man is I'd like to find myself saddled up next to the great man for a yarn of sub sort of some substance when we're over in Vegas. Well, in Vegas, but I think generally, if you want to like put a target on someone's back, like white whale sort of stuff, the Mayo Man's someone I want. Well, to I wouldn't mind prepping him, priming him, Tom, in Vegas for a sit down. 
Okay, yeah, I don't mind that. Because if you're going to get primed, Where Vegas been, seems yeah. like the place to do it. Yeah. Would you and, agree? Well, listen, his, from, from reports, he doesn't mind a couple. So, like, it'd be nice to wet the whistle with the man. He, he he's a red man, isn't he? Is he is he a is he a, a, a fucking? His cheeks would suggest so. Is he a Shiraz, a Merlot, perhaps a Pinot Noir? Could Tom? be, mate. Could be. I know for an absolute fact, Eddie. I know for one hundred percent fact that I've heard somewhere yep. that he likes his red. But who the fuck doesn't? Well, some. It's a great point you raise. But I would not. I wouldn't mind sitting down and having a red. He'll have a red. I'll have a tequila, and we'll and we'll shoot the shit. Tom and I going to Vegas. I don't know if the punter and the dribbler were across that. If they're aware of that, someone's got to do it. We feel like it's our duty to go over there and rep- represent the punter and the dribbler. Now I know that it's going to be a tough carry. Well, fucking oath, it's going to be a tough carry, right? You got to get on a flight. You got to go all the way over there. Fucking pain in the ass. You got to. We got to fly. We listen to this part of the trip. We got to fly down to Melbourne. Then we got to fly to uh, LA. Then we're going from LA to Las Vegas all in one day. It's going to be fucking awful. No roosters, you know, one stop shop sort of stuff. No, no hop roosters. Hop on, like, hop off. No, no, none of that. We we got an extra flight all the way down to Melbourne. Shit of the of the nation. Just because we want to go over there and truck nut on behalf of the pun on the dribbler. Yeah. We get into Vegas at like one in the morning. And Tell you know me that do? isn't trucking nut. We start working straight away. Tommy Tobler on the ones and twos over there. And the threes and the fours. Yeah. He'll be on the threes and fours as well over there. Blonde as, blonde as bat shit he'll be. Yeah. Filming, recording. We're still doing shows from over there. Like, it's apparently going to be like maybe a little colder. Yeah, a well, little. I'm gonna, co- be, I'm gonna be a bit chilly. And if, staying in a hotel. We've got to go to the Sphere on Friday night and see you too. It's gonna be fucking off. It's gonna be fuck. That's gonna be so shit. That's a that we got. I tell you what, truck some. Have you seen? Up, have you dude. seen the footage of it? it? Looks awful. Well, the light show. It looks like I might have, have seen a inside the Sphere. It looks yeah. fucking awful. Well, it's definitely gonna be trippy once I've had mushrooms. It looks like headache city. Yeah. To me, and then we're gonna go watch rugby league back to our games. Jesus. At a stadium that apparently a bit of a dump. Oh, really? Like, Brookvale looks like incredible next to it sort of thing. Well, Brookvale is a palace. So, we're going to go to a stadium. Look, now, have we got accreditation? Not yet, but it'd be nice if we did. But you know what? If we don't, fuck it. But it's still going to be tough either way. Like, then we got to think, you got to factor in travel to and from hotel to the stadium. Where are we going to eat? Are we going to eat dinner? Probably. Where are we going to have? Are there any... any, Big questions. Is it expensive? The dollar... Oh, the dollar. The dollar? The US dollar? Pray for us. Pray for us, punters and dribblers, yeah. your, your heroes. Truck and nut on behalf of the pun and the dribbler. Fucking long way, there, long way there. Fucking long way back. We've got to go do stupid shit we don't want to do, like go to the sphere to watch you 2 We've got to pay huge, exorbitant <laughs> prices. We're talking 33% above and beyond what you're paying Australia just in exchange. Then the banks rip your fucking eyeballs out. Then you got to tip. Tom and I are not big tippers. We don't know how to tip. We'll probably tip too much. We'll get taken advantage of. So now we're poor. Okay, but we're doing it for the punter and the dribbler. Releasing, releasing daily vlogs. We've got to we've got to see Tobler chained to his fucking desk. He won't, see, he won't see sunlight for five days. I'm not going to feed the prick till there's no, a fucking no, no. vlog out. No breakfast till there's a vlog out. That's a rule. That's that is a rule. That'll be a Hello Sport rule. That's a promise. That's a nut trucking promise. He won't eat, or he won't eat until he's done vlogs. He will have to eat at some point. Because if he dies, mm. then that will be a problem. But you and I were of the opinion that who who better to truck this. This nut than us. Yeah, this rugby league Las Vegas nut. 
Because if there's trucking to do, we'll truck it. We'll fucking truck it. We're not truckers. Back fence sort of stuff. Obviously, the great and the powerful guru will be over there. He's got a bit of nut trucker about him. Couple of baggy green members will be over there. At least three. Scotty Bellotti? Scotty Bellotti. Stag stag man. I didn't meet him, so I don't know his name. His name's Matt. Jack. Jack? Jack. Jack. I think Jack's maybe over there. Jack's the one that's potentially teed up for love. Yes. And also Jason of... Well, he's a trucker. Oh, so actually, I think it's Scotty, Jason, KD, King Dribbler. King of the Dribblers is coming. There's a couple of our mates coming, actually. Shout anyway. to Harry. Not the point. Not the point. I point is, it, we're going to be over there trucking up. I'd say what else is the point. And it'd be sacrilegious in the extreme not to follow along. Oh, well, listen, they'll be following along. Uh, tell you who's trucking nut, the, like, legal department of the rugby league. Shit. Round of applause to the to the lawyers for the, the greatest game of all. If you want if you wanted to see what a war room looked like, it would be and the I'm not talking about I'm not room? talking about the situation room. I'm not talking about killing Osama bin. I'm not talking about planning D Day. Killing Osama's easy compared to fucking. Oh, that's getting, a fucking walk in the four park. Four teams worth of rugby league players and also people who just work in the game who have also got scallywag in their past. You fucking killing Osama's a, a walk in the park. And and, and 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 just when you think you've got one rugby league scandal into the country, another issue would pop up. Yeah. And on and on and on Whoops, it would didn't go. didn't realise this little scallywag, this little piggy went to market. Yeah. And, and this little piggy came home. And, <laughs> and this, this little, little piggy, piggy ate roast beef. Yeah, yeah, this little piggy had none. That'll yeah. be Tobler. And this little piggy went wee, 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 <sighs> wee, wee, wee. You know the story. You get it. That's what's you happening get in the situation room at NRL HQ right yeah, now. Yeah, there's, there's piggies on the fucking loose. And they this don't little know. piggy did cocaine. Yeah. And this little, little piggy, piggy assaulted a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this little piggy bashed a cunt. <laughs> and this little piggy was just having some fun. Yeah, and this little piggy illegal. got done with a fucking bag of pingers. <laughs> Allegedly. We're just, you And know. this little piggy went wee, 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 all the way from the cops after a DUI. Yeah. Uh, so you, you can understand... <laughs> The, the situation room for the the legal eagles of the NRL. <laughs> you want to talk about bonuses? I, I would be sitting down if I'm St. Peter Volandi's uh, son of Christ, grandson of God, Tom. And I'll be saying, listen here, there's 10 grand for every bloke that's a bit iffy. For every that piggy get, you, the, get every, you get For every piggy you get into the country who's a little on the nose, you, get, you eat roast beef. Yeah, you eat roast beef. Uh, there's 12 apparently... The, the, the Vegas 12. The Vegas 12. Not to be confused with the Bali 9. Uh, and not to be confused with Ocean's 12. No, which was a phenomenal sequel from George Clooney and Brad Pitt. To it the was okay. Well, as far as sequels go, I thought the Ocean's trilogy was good. The Ocean's trilogy was good. Obviously, I can't even I, actually remember the third one. To be obviously, honest. Ocean's 8 was the pick of them. Uh, yeah, wait, but that was the quadrilogy then, wasn't it? Was well, four? it was the spin-off. Yeah. Yeah, Where they, they no, tried to, no, 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 you know, Ocean's manufacture 11, something. Ocean's 11, fantastic. Goated. Ocean's 13, I think better than 12. See, I can't even remember 13. Not the point. This is, is that when they were still in the egg? That The egg was two. two. I thought the egg, I thought two, no, was, the eggs, no, two no, was the jewels, wasn't no, it? Was no, that no, eggs, the egg's 12. And there's that, oh, is that 13, maybe? No, I think 13, they have to defend one of their own. So maybe one of them. No, no, 12, 12 is the egg and they have to go against that master thief, the French thief. master thief. Yeah, yeah, Is right. that one with Julia Roberts is in the movie, but then yes. she's 
Yeah, also it's really, it's really, it's really yeah, meta. Yeah, she plays herself. Yeah, it's meta. And Bruce, Willi- and Bruce Willis is in it too. And there's that scene where he's like diving over the, the laser beams. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, that yeah, song, yeah. The song. The, that French electro song that I can't mime because it's not in my head. But no. dun, that's, dun, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And he's breakdancing over it. Yeah. Listen, that's what that PVL's was. That was completely. Through. That's exactly. That's PVL right. trying to get the rugby league players in the country. He's yeah. learning breakdancing, and he's trying to, and he's trying to dodge the border control for the United States. Yeah. I would say this, and this, I'm, I'm not trying to get political here. I would merely, I would merely say if Joe Biden's listening, and we've known, we know on good authority that he's, he listens from time to time. Yeah, usually when he's going to bed. I would say if you're going to let, if you're going to let what millions of undocumented people into the country every year, why not let a couple of rugby league players in just to fucking have a bit of a rip? Well, let a couple of documented players in who are just, you know, yeah, they've done some, they've done the wrong thing, but like... But they repent. They repent. Well, I'd, if they haven't, you'd be get, you'd be looking to get a, 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 con, a recorded repented. No, listen, you get what, what, they, what I would think right now in the situation room is they've got the Vegas 12. Yep. Pinned up on a board going, how do we get these cunts in? Well, I wonder whether they're hypnotising them or whether, a la the Chinese chess player, they've got some Benoit balls that vibrate in the asshole, and there's some sort of, like, answer. So they've got to go into, like, the US Embassy and, like, be interviewed one by one. So it's like we either need to completely, like, uh, much like uh, they do in politics, like speechwriters, or it's vibrating Benoit balls in the ass to, like, clue them up to answers. It'd be funny, like, players going in there and they're, they're getting interviewed by, you know, uh, the United States Border Force or whatever it is. So you still doing cocaine, sir? Nah. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no bags anymore, no, sir. No, sir. Check my, check my urine in a couple of days. <laughs> How long does it take to come out of the system? Yeah, next week. We'll yeah, do next you week. You can check my piss any time after Sunday. But we're... We're we're hearing that there's there's twelve boys that uh that, that have got to go in for interviews. We're also hearing that there's boys that just flat out have been like, no, nah, sorry, we're not even going to try. And we're not you. even going to try and get you in, given what you've told us. We've heard there's other boys that have been hiding things. I don't know if we can say much more. We won't. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I'm leaving it at that. No, but then we're also hearing, and by hearing, I mean I read it in the Men's Women's Weekly that, uh. Not just players with some issues, but also some NRL officials. Uh, officials like or staff? Team, like staff and shit. Sorry, not officials. Staff from clubs and whatever else who also have sorted pasts. Like, think about it. Think about every commentary team. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that every commentary team has done something wrong, but like... There's what you are saying is that it's it is that there's a lot of ex-players. There's a lot of ex-players going Involved around. in the game. Fucking before you know it, there'll be one commentator for each... You know, network. Uh, it'll be funny. I'm. If I was, if I was as interested, if I'm a punter and a dribbler, sorry, and I'm well, looking, yeah, which I am, and I'm looking to see who may have a past that isn't prepared to admit it. Let's see if they go down for injury. I mean, let's just see. Let's just see. Let's just see. We'll just see. See how it's gone. Um, <laughs> Let's just see. Let's just see. Uh, Let's see. just see how we go. But good luck to the 12 and their interviews. 12 brave souls. The 12 brave souls going to battle over the next week or so. Uh, we wish you all the best. Hope you've prepared for your exams. Uh, yeah, this is like cramming session. The situation. Well, it, it considered one of the most grueling exams of all. Mm. 
getting into the US with a sordid past. I yeah, I wasn't aware of the difficulty that it was. I knew they were a little bit harsh, but like I didn't know that like Oh, they can be cunts, yeah. Uh. Mm. Mate, even Ella, sweet little Ella. Second wife of the podcast, considered we were married after you and Steph. So it's just I mean, you, it's she just, can she can be equal first. Equal first. That's nice of you, buddy. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm uh, Even I'm she's been dragged into a room for further examination. Why? Uh, they were like, yeah, apparently there was someone on the flight that, like, you know, we need to look into further. And so they, like, they just randomly got, like, fucking, you know, of everyone coming in through customs on that day, they got, like, 50 people. Like, Ella's family was completely unaffected, but she was in this room for, like, an hour. I would shit myself, like, relatively in there where, where like, I have a guilty conscience. What would you admit to? Well, nothing. I'm done anything no, wrong. No, but no, but like if I'm not saying that. What would what would be the first thing you would admit to under um, I don't. Have, I don't. I fucking don't have anything. So no like, skeletons. No, but I am. But I have a guilty conscience. We had people come into the studio yesterday. Yes, we that did. Was like yes, we did. We had ASIC agents come in. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately. Legitimate ASIC agents. We were, we were. We were. Were we in a meeting? We was. You me. Well, I won't say who the meeting was with because it's got to do with a. Uh, oh, we were in a meeting. Yeah. We, we were. Yeah, in we a meeting. were in a meeting. And two ASICs agents came. ASIC, which is Australian Securities and Investment shipping, Commission, yeah. something like that. I don't Dior, know. Who cares? Yes. They they regulate shit and stuff like that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and they came in. Toblican, maybe. Looking eight. for a company whose name I can't remember, something with something. Let's just not even say that. Who, who, I don't want to get in any more trouble with ASIC. Well, we, no, we don't. They came in being like, are you so-and-so? What are your names? What are you, Who works out of here? Have you heard what of What are the before? companies? Have you heard of these people? What are you getting? I get your details. It was very intimidating. And obviously, when they said they were from ASIC, my first thought is, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Yeah, dude. And I want this on the public record, asking if you're listening. We've done fucking nothing no, wrong. No, no, no. But we, you do start thinking. What have we done wrong? What have I done wrong? Yeah. What, did, did I, I forget to carry a zero? Yeah. Did I maybe? Yeah. <laughs> did I forget to carry a zero? <laughs> did I leave a zero off our taxable income? We didn't. But no. you think about it, right? You think about it. And so and we went and stood there it like, was with great relief when they started mentioning companies, uh, asset com- uh, companies they were looking for that whose didn't names know. didn't match out. But what wigged me out was they picked our address. Well, they picked our address, and then we were like, "No, this is this is our address, but it's you got you like you're a bit off." And then well, you're missing a you're, you're missing, missing something. something. And then it was like, "Oh, well, do you know this company? No, never heard of it. What about this company? No." Nah. So you haven't heard either. It's like, no, dude, we haven't fucking heard of them. And then they go to each other, Shh, I reckon we're on a wild goose chase here. And it was just the way they spoke and carried themselves and said things. I'm like, oh, you guys are mean business. And I was like, I don't they know. Were out, they were out to crush people. It felt like they thought they'd nailed us. And then it was like, I actually don't think they believe what we're saying. No, but they did at the end. Well, I think so. Because there was a couple of little giggles. Yeah, but sometimes Talk I Talk underwater stuff. Sometimes I think that those little giggles from people like that are like, let's just keep it cool, keep it calm. Because when they were like, well, so what are you doing here? And we said we did. Then we looked up that company and that's what they say they did. I'm yeah. like, fuck. But they can look up our registered address, which is here. And Oh, listen, it, it makes- I know we're fucking fine, but that didn't mean that for a second I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, but they, there, was a, there was a, the way in which they spoke carried an air of authority. authority. Like they could say, you're going to have to come with us and we just would have left. It, it felt like there was 
a threat of arrest I hanging looked, in the air. I don't you think? For, I wouldn't I be surprised if there was coppers I out the back. guns on their hips. Would it shock if there was cops outside? No, it wouldn't. You guys are going to have to come with us. Because we didn't actually go outside to look. Fuck no. Imagine if they whistled and the boys, boys came, in. came in. Yeah. Well, hey, give me a warrant, bro. Can't just come in and get us. Great point. And then if they had one, obviously, then we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> then we just run through that door, hide in the shitters, lock the door. Imagine if there was a wazza That'd in the back be pocket. Mm, it Might would be. be really anyway, there wasn't. We're romanticizing, not romanticizing. We're getting carried away with with what happened yesterday. As we tend to do. But ASIC, we're an intimidating bunch. Intimidating bunch. At least the two we got yesterday. The two ladies. Yeah, they really? were ladies. They were, no, the fucking oath. But no, they no, met they business, bro. They spoke with authority. Fucking oath, they did. But then they did. They mellowed. But because of my guilty conscience, I'm like, you don't believe me. The way she looked at me, it looked like she were. She was looking at me. Like she th- expecting me to get time. Yeah. This kid's get- I'm about to put this kid away. Yeah, I'm about to put this kid away. That's right. Now, I'm not a kid that could do time. No, you'd be done. You know, I, I, there'd be butt stuff mm. and, it wouldn't, and it wouldn't be up to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> It'd be spitting in your asshole sort of territory. If I was to go in. Mm. I'm just not made for that. Well, life. I'd be going on one of the more... Violent steroids. Do you reckon you cycles. could judo your way out of a situation in there? No, I'd be just trying to get as strong as possible. But do you reckon you could judo your way? Because you're an orange belt. I was not three stripes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, have I have I got a little bit left in me? Well, I just yes. uh, well, I've, I've seen some I've seen some in you before. But shout out Newcastle. Shout out to Roasty. <laughs> yeah, I didn't judo Roasty for the record. No, he was uh, just there. Talk about anxiety the next day, though. My God. Um, <laughs> Here we drove back to Sydney in silence. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. Is that is that ringing a bell? Yeah, it was. Uh, after a night of watching people fight, obviously, that was it, wasn't it? Was it a boxing event? <laughs> in Newcastle Entertainment Centre. Yes, it was later that night. That's all I'll say. Uh, Roasty was there. Roasty, keep your mouth shut. Or I'll fucking judo. For you. <laughs> Orange belt, three stripes. Three stripes. Uh, where no. are we? Uh, listen, where we are, we are. Off, where are we? We are fresh off the back of. Narrowly escaping arrest by the skin of our sacks, given mistaken identity. Correct. From the great, the great people at ASIC. Great who do people a wonderful ASIC. job we to love, regulate. Listen, great. We couldn't speak more highly of the people at ASIC. Professional, and the job they do. courteous, sort of, but a little etch. But, but the right amount of etch, I think. Yeah, I think the right amount of etch. But just like, nice to know that they're out there policing on our behalf. Yeah. I mean, the taxpayer paying, I would imagine, their salaries. <laughs> You know, and the and the and the small business owner who pays their ASIC fees every year, it's about three sixty five, something like that. Do your own research. We pay them. We pay them every time. Be that as it may, Tom. We were basically look. We got to ASIC because I was. But saying, where were we originally? Guilty conscience about getting fucking dragged into the customs of you yes. US. The Las Vegas twelve. Now, have we got any names of fish? Well, like, you know, your Reese Walsh, I think Payne Haas. Payne um, Haas was cleared. How the fuck is that possible with respect to our friend Payne Haas? Because um, he went on, like, a holiday to Hawaii oh. 15 months ago, and I think in order to do that, he had to get he cleared had, yeah. of yeah, the yeah. beef he had with the running What's with the Reese Walsh's beef? Cocaine. Got done with coke in 2021. But was he not Section 10? We don't know. Don't know. So he was found guilty of on? cocaine possession. Well, it's not on your record. But he has apparently hired his own visa expert to help him in the interview. Surely the club or the NRL should be assisting. Because you would, you would want one of the hottest 
paces of rugby league ass in the world oh, to be mean, playing. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, you would. I thought you meant like hot, hot shot lawyers. No, no, no. I would imagine that you would want the best player playing so you would spare no expense in making sure he's there. But like maybe there's like a limit to sparing no expense. They go, sorry. Shouldn't have, shouldn't, shouldn't have fucked up. Shouldn't have fucked up. Yeah, fair enough. For a country, and I want this on the record as well, I'm a huge patriot of America, so don't take this the wrong way. Uh, before I try and get my You're a huge patriot? Well, I, we, I think you just respect the country. Just, just I'm a patriot. Uh, but right. but uh, I mean, a bit high horsey from a country like that, right? You know, fucking. Yeah, I think you should. Getting about like who you let in, given, mm. you know, just the state of the joint. Obviously, I will have my visa sorted pre this podcast coming out. Look inwards, not outwards. Just let everyone in. Which you're doing at the border. Maybe Reese and the boys. Fucking you go know, down to Mexico and come in that way. Saddle up, get the old camel pack on, and, and do it the tough way. Do it the hard way. Well, it sounds like it's easier. <laughs> and that is not to trivialize. The we're not plot. trivializing anything. All we're saying we're is just getting in. We're just we're just saying that apparently all you need to do is go down to Mexico and walk in. Now the way to do that would be to fly to Santiago, Chile. Yep. Fly up to Mexico City or further up, I don't know what town, insert city here, and walk across. Piece of piss. Yeah. So they get maybe the NRL. Well, maybe that's what the NRL's doing. The Roosters boys, I don't know if the Roosters boys have any naughties. You'd think they'd have to. But they seem to be going straight in. All right, listen. They just, I- maybe the NRL's sending Manly, Rabbitohs, and fucking Broncos come through Mexico. I, honestly, on foot. honestly, if, if it's looking dire and the US has got the heels in, so to speak, I'd be flying to Chile, okay, direct Sydney to San Diego, up to Mexico. Santiago. Santiago, thank you. Not San Diego, because you'd have to get in America there. Santiago. 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 Fuck. Santiago. 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 Chile. Flying up to Mexico, whacking the fucking trainers on, walking across the border. Peace. Of rugby league, but piece. you just turned that into a fucking bit of a preseason camp. Thing. That's content. Bonding, send the social media. Send the social media guys. Film the whole thing. Yeah. It's bonding. It's a boot camp. Carry a fucking log across the border if yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry a fucking log. Yeah. Everyone's got to hold on to the log. Probably a few. Pe- probably a few fucking refugees you can carry a log across. Is that uncouth? Is that is that too much? Well, listen. It's <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to trivialise it. All I'm saying is, <laughs> if you wanted to make an army camp about yeah, it, I'm, wait, listen, there's things to carry. Lemons, lemonade. Lemons, lemonade. Lemons, lemonade, Tom. Perfect. That's all this is. That's exactly right. It's and, an opportunity. And all we're saying is, if America wants to deny Las Vegas some of the crown jewels of our nation in terms of rugby league playing talent from attending, I think you do it the tough way. And I think, legitimately... That a flight to San Santiago, fucking Chile, <laughs> and up to Mexico and across the border sounds like a piece of rugby league piss. Yeah, it does. There's like preseasons way harder than that. <laughs> Try and run in sand hills, sand dunes down Cronulla, forty yeah. degree day. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you tell me what's harder. You tell me. Then a short flight over to Chile and then a bloody quick stroll across the border. Where do you go to in Chile? Santiago. So it. It's close enough. <laughs> it's close enough. How would you say it? Santiago. Santiago. I don't even know if that's fucking correct though. Like I'm just. No, it is. Yeah. You can fly direct there. No, I'm saying, I don't know if I'm assuming, I think it's Santiago, but right. I've never been to Chile. So like I could be wrong. Chile. 
Chile, sorry. Fuck off. <laughs> um, anyway, listen, we're solutions guys. We know PVL's a solutions guy. I that wasn't that hard. That was pretty easy. I came up with that sitting in my blue chair. Yeah. Drinking maybe a tequila. Like, not hard. No, Very no. easy. That uh, was a piece of piss. Um, and another reason why we might be the most underutilised commodity in the game of rugby league. I would like to be more involved officially. Yeah, Retainer-based like, stuff. Yeah. You've got your legal eagles. You've got your marketing. What about a solutions, like solutions-based? Solutions consultants? Consultants. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. An SC, solutions consultant. I've always wanted to consult. I need to say I've done it. Well, mate, you could uh, arguably just say you're a consultant now because you've fucking given people advice. But we, I want to be officially employed by the NRL to be a solutions consultant. Solutions-based consultant. Because it's... I'm, 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 I've really never found it quite difficult at all. We've always been able to find a way to make it work basically within the space of a podcast, if not less. Well, I would say a segment. Yeah. Generally speaking, it's done in a yeah, segment. Yeah, it's done in a segment. Yep. Uh, long segment, about half an hour, but that's okay. But it's a better segment. But a segment nonetheless. Yep. But as a dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, 
you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like... Let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. I don't like, I don't want to speak ill of the bill, and that's the billionaires, um, because... You don't it, want to speak illy of a billy? I don't want to speak illy of a billy. <laughs> uh, for as much of a reason as... Shout you out know, Ned Brockman. Shout <laughs> Just a, just a quick moment to shout out Ned Brockman, one of the great Australians, and in my opinion, Rob for Australian of the Year. I fucking oath he was Rob. That's all. I don't know who he lost out to, but it was a Rob. Oh, a couple of people that fucking, you know, medical stuff. Medical Saving stuff. lives, that sort of thing. <laughs> but did they run across the country? Well, do they inspire people every day to be better? No. That's the question. Doesn't seem like it. No. For now, I'm watching, it seems like there's more in there. It's, it's, melted. it's melted ice. Thank you. Um, not important. Now, I don't speak illy of Billy Zeddy because of their ability to have me whacked. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Billy's can have you whacked. Well, apparently it costs 10 grand to get a bloke whacked. And What's if you're that? a Billy, 10 grand is essentially, what, five cents to the normal punter? Yeah. So, like, they can, they can drop 10 grand to get me knocked off. So, I'm not speaking illy of the Billy's. But uh, Harry Triggerboff of Meriton Apartments fame. Yes, Meriton. Yeah, Meriton. Yeah. Meriton. You know, they, the, 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 you, you see them everywhere. The Meriton. Yeah, they are mostly empty, from my understanding. Are they really? I made that up, Eddie. But sure. I, but vibe wise, like you just, you just vibe. You just well, keep fuck, vibing. How many people are there? You know what I mean? You, how many people are there? <laughs> exactly. So I was, go to go, put it this way: go to Zetland, go to Mascot. Tell me that all of Australia's are fitting those. Exactly, houses. you could fit the entire country in there. We're 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 not a, we're not a big people. We're hardy people. We're, we're a strong people. Well, we're a strong people, hardy, pe- hardy, hardy people. people yeah. But like, we're know, resilient. We're resilient people. I mean, droughts, floods, fucking yeah. no quakes, no volcanoes, but but droughts. And At floods. the risk of sounding like bush poet Billy Slater, we're yeah. resilient people. Oh, we're resilient people, but not massive. A hardy people, a young people, a young people. But a people with plenty of go. And a, a, a people that could fit into one Meriton apartment comfortably. In Zetland. Have in you Zetland. seen the size of them? With with at least a couple of rooms to spare. Harry Triggerboff of making fucking ugly apartments fame. That's respectfully. Probably, yes. And respectfully to those people living in them. I'm just saying aesthetically, <laughs> aesthetically from, oh, I'm not talking about the work you've done internally. No, I'm sure you've done, I'm sure, I'm sure you've made I'm a I'm sure you've done a beautiful job. I'm sure it's not a house, but a home. Uh, correct. Well, it's definitely not a house, it's an apartment. Yeah, but, but it is a home. Um, by, virtue, home. by virtue of the home. A-U home, yeah. uh, which is an apartment home. Yeah. Now, I'm talking about the exterior, which are ugly as fuck. Sometimes I think that they can make them nice, but I think they're almost like they're nice in the moment. I don't know that they'll, they'll age well. well like once it, weathering kicks in, I think they start to look a little bit scat. You know, like, oh, the painting's good or they've got some nice brickwork, and then you're like, but now it looks shit in five years. But Triggerboff's not going to make his apartment buildings look nice if it means that he doesn't get another yacht. You know no, I mean? yes. Uh, sorry, I understand. Yeah, if it's going to cost a yacht's worth If it's going to cost me a yacht. To make this thing look good. Yeah, like, you know, instead of getting a $400 million yacht, I'd rather make my apartments look that's fucking hideous. Th- worth noting that's completely alleged and probably untrue, Mr. Triggerboff. No, alleged. A Billy with whom we will not speak illy, but... No, we're not speaking illy, we're musing. His daughter... 
name. Redacted? No, I can't fucking remember it, Tob, if you could find that. She, heiress to the Trigger Buff Billions. Did you get a name? Orna. Orna. Can we get a net worth of Harry Triggerboff? $16 billion. Okay. So you don't get that sort of money by building aesthetically pleasing apartment buildings. You just don't. <laughs> and that's USD. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! That's... North of $20 billion. Oh, yeah, that's sweaty stuff. That's 25 baby. Yeah, that's... that's What's a, that? That's about $24 billion. That's a bit of wasabi Ooh. going down the wrong hole. Damn. That's hot. Um, Harry Trigg. So, or a, or a trigger boff. Orna. Orna. Ornamental. Thank you. Uh, she, I assume on daddy's dime, respectfully. Well, she, has, might, she, might have, she might be self-made. She might be, but she's the heiress to the fortune. Listen, I didn't say it was likely. I said she could be. <laughs> she's got a house on the Bondi Golf Course. Now, if you don't know it, Google North Bondi Golf Course. Nine holes. Best course in the country. It's beautiful. It's owned by the local council, but it has been like leased by the North Bondi Golf Club for almost 90 years. So Did they get a 100-year lease? Don't know. But she's recently moved there. She is building some Triggerboff mansion, not a Merritt apartment. Of course, they don't live in those. She's building a mansion. <laughs> and before it's even finished, construction's still going. She's now taken her bigwig lawyers and she's whinging to counsel about golf balls in her backyard. Has she provided a solution? I don't know. Because I would, it for me, building a house next to a golf course and complaining about balls is like buying a house next to a pub and complaining about the fucking noise. Or going down to the beach and keep complaining about sand or about getting wet. If you're the heiress to a man worth 25 billy, I'd suggest going into the golf club and going, do you mind if I build higher fences? Yeah. That sounds like a solution-based solution. Based solution. <laughs> <laughs> it does. You know what I mean? No, mate, I get you. That's Just exactly like, what it sounds like. If like. you buy a fucking house next to a pub, don't whinge about it, cunt. Put in triple glazing and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Maybe put it in a bit of rain music at night, okay? Yeah. Maybe turn Sleep a fan sounds. on. Turn a, a bit fucking... Of jungle noise. 100%. Get a mate. fucking... Get a, sound get... of a zebra getting fucking torn <laughs> limb from limb by a lion, that sort of shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a solution-based solution. Get a tiger growling in your ear. That's exactly right. Watch a bit of porn, have a whack, whatever. Well, I mean, that doesn't last for long enough, though. And you know what? I, well, in that maybe in most well, cases. Well, if you're a real sicko, just leave it running. So the sound of moaning <laughs> and groaning and fucking humping and pumping. Well, it's better than, you know, if, if you are so offended by the sounds of people having fun. Mm, true. Turn to another sound. All I'm saying is there's always a solution. And to buy a house next to a golf course without going, let's, I'll pay for a, a new fence. Like, what do you want? You, you want them to stop playing golf is that me reading between the lines listen i don't know i'm just nervous because obviously chris mins of uh impeccable hair but scat uh what's he was your minister fucking um chris mins of selling off what's it called i've forgotten his title completely i know he's premier? a state premier. premier premier chris mins of selling off public land to hit quotas for big developers probably for harry trigger buff yeah probably harry. that's what scares me because they're in bed together, allegedly. allegedly. And not by us. We're not alleging it. We're just, we're not even alleging it. 
Always, okay, this is what we heard. I'm not saying this is what I heard. I heard that the people that built the huge Meriton and Meriton-like apartments in Zetland were supposed to allow more green spaces for their cons- for the people living in the apartments. It didn't, and so they forced Chris Minns to siphon off land from the golf course so that the residents have somewhere to fucking stretch their legs. That's what I heard. It could yeah. be complete bullshit. I'm parroting something I heard. I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying that's what I heard. But what we're saying is if Chris Minns is potentially, if that yarn's true, already in bed with Harry, then maybe- And we mean literally in bed. We hear that they fuck. Then is it a stretch too far to think that maybe he hops in bed with the daughter? I don't know. <laughs> and ruins another golf course. It seems like they just have their eye on every bit of fucking golf course in this beautiful city of ours. And, I mean, listen, I'm not shocked they didn't put any green space in those apartments because as far as we're aware, there may not be anyone in them. <laughs> That's what we're hearing. That's what we're hearing. Now, that could be absolute lies. And there is room on this podcast, not to walk things back, but for room to be incorrect, which is what we're providing here. Yes. Insert room for... For incorrect information to be passed on from us to you. Here. Right now. In the last 10 to 15. Yeah. Um, None of this is factual. All we're saying is that's what we heard. So use your own judgment. Or look into it. Like we have. We haven't. We've heard. We haven't looked into <laughs> We it. haven't looked into shit. Uh, um, <laughs> but that, yeah, the, the golf course thing, though, I don't know if she's like, let's wipe this golf course down. I would hope not from uh, ornamental trigger buff. But Maybe we need to take ornamental out and, and play around and show her how fun the played. game can be. Has Minzy played? Do these people just need to have a fucking good round of golf? We should, like, you take them around you know who You know who's playing with us? If, if this becomes a problem, Tom, a real problem, you know who's playing with our foursome this year at the Hacker Major, end of the year, in Perfect. Bondi? Ornamental. We get ornamental along. Fucking, mate, if she sits in the cart with us and we show her the time of her life, she's not going to get rid but of it. But I see, Eddie, I want to take this a step further and go, people that want to get rid of golf courses haven't had a good round ever, if they have, if they've, if they have played. Mm. I, I would assume most of them haven't played. Chris Minns, bit of a, you know, I'm a premier corporate fat cap mover and shaker. He's probably played a couple of rounds of golf. Strikes him as a guy who might kick his ball out from under the tree from time to time. I think I think he's the guy who wears that, like, device around the, his ankle and he spare can, balls and he and can shit. drop spare balls out the yes. bottom of his trousers. I think we go and we caddy Chris Minns and ornamental trigger boff. We take him for a round. Fuck, chuck Clover Moore in. She can pull her own cart. And basically what we do is we caddy him. And any time a ball goes into the bush, though, we just... Oh, great fucking shot there, ornamental trigger buff. Oh, make them feel good. Make them think they're having the round of their life. They get to the end of it, we'll shout the beers afterwards. Yep, and the techies. And the techies. Well, we'll get them some on course. But afterwards, and then it's like, how do you shut down this golf course? You just had one of the great days of your life. Out in nature, shooting the shit, smoking cigars, drinking piss, hitting great shots. Maybe there's a hole in one that we make up for you and make you feel good. You know what I mean? I mean, Chrissy Minns, he doesn't miss a fairway all day. He doesn't have more than two putts on every green, Tom. The the man plays out of his skin with our assistance. Ornamental trigger boff, the same sort of thing. We get them obsessed with the game that we all love. And as soon as, you know, 
As, you know, well, I as think soon it, as they're done, I think they go home and they reflect. No, we take them out for one of the great rips, rips. of all time. But what we do is we get them on like a and then which which shoe there is. We get them on like a party bus with a rooftop, like no roof, and we just drive them past all the parks around the area, and we just go just listen. Just, oh, okay, no, that's exactly what we do. We go past. Uh, we go past the the parklands opposite the stadium, Allianz Stadium. We go to the parklands near Sydney High. Yeah. We go to the parklands uh, opposite Centennial. We go to Queens Park, and then we go through Centennial for a big fat lap, and then we go to that oval at the bottom behind the driving range yeah. at Moore Park Golf Club, and we go look at the acres and 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 acres of empty land that no one uses. Mr. Means and Mr. and Mrs. Ornamental. Like, why don't we just leave this shit alone? Because mm. no cunt uses There's it. There's no one fucking here, mate. If you go to Centennial Park and ignore the ring where everyone runs, you won't see a cunt for fucking twenty minutes. No, weekends a little bit different, but not that different. Not that different. Like. You can comfortably lay down on a patch of grass. You can comfortably go and throw a ball with your kid. You can find a 100-metre radius anywhere comfortably, even on a weekend. Not yeah. a problem. And I'm not even talking about the parklands out of Centennial Park. All I'm saying is plenty of room for people to stretch their, their legs if they do happen to live in a merited apartment. Which no one does. But what we'll do is we'll get them a great round. We'll start early. They're up early, pretending like they're working. Get them up early. Great round. Well, listen. Feed them with piss, and then you can see, because you want them to see the park in daylight hours. No one's here. That's right. No one's here. Exactly. We're playing a Saturday. Fucking empty. Obviously, I'm not talking about the ring where everyone rides and runs. I'm talking about the other areas, the grassed areas. Now, obviously, Minzy will be up early. He he strikes me. He's like, get up at 3 a.m. Well, that's because you get to bed at 6 a.m., 6 p.m., bro. Uh, Stop trying to make us, you know, not even impress me. Stop trying to make out like you're better than you are. I feel like we're going hard at Minzy here. I'm just trying to set the scene. This isn't political. No. We're not getting any bite back either from Dior. Yeah, well, it's nice. I mean, it's not nice as well, but it is nice. We've been allowed, for the first time in a long time, we've been allowed to just run our mouths. Yeah. Unchecked. Unchecked. Unfettered. Yeah. Um, which has been a different... Well, it's been, it's been a breath of fresh air. Which has been nice. Yeah. Because we're not getting interrupted by some by a bullshit. bloke with no right. facts. Well, from a bloke that's never worked a hard day in his life. Who we we fear maybe getting worked at the moment, and we I, haven't heard from him, and no, we're we a haven't. bit worried. We hope he's going okay. We're fucking worried, sick. We are worried. We think this bloke might have had a pretty punchy start to the week. Well, we're wondering. He, he was might- supposed to come in yesterday and was like, "Nah, bro, I'm under the pump." Yeah, sorry, I've I've got to work five hours today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, four and a half, I think it was. Yeah, which is I think a lot. it was. It was. Well, he needed half an hour off to go and walk his dog. Um, um, anyway, punter and Jibla, if you're concerned about Moore Park, if you're concerned about the North Bondi Golf Club, leave it with us. We are. Yeah, we'll reach out. Again, to, uh, we're we're in we're, we're all about solution based solutions at Hello Sport. Yeah, and we intend on following through. That would, I think, maybe be the name of our consultancy firm were we to, uh, you know, get engaged more formally by the NRL, by the state government themselves. Yeah, the SBS. The SBS. Solutions based solutions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That works. It works. Yeah, it works. Oi, if you are after a solution and you stumble across well, a mob Google. and you stumble across a mob called Solutions Based Solutions 
are you not fucking getting on the blower? Yeah, one eight hundred. Of course you are. One eight hundred solutions. solutions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I'd love to own that number. Buy for it. no reason. Just buy it. Can you just look up Tobler how you? I'm can happy buy to have a one three hundred solution. I'd love well. a one three hundred solution or one eight hundred. Whatever, dude. I just would like one eight one three, but like solutions. No, but I want the one three hundred or one eight hundred at the start because it sounds more That's professional. That's what I'm saying. You yes. need one eight hundred or one three hundred. Correct. We just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. No, we're on the same page. I prefer one eight hundred. So would I. <laughs> Good. Good. Buy that tobler. Fifty Depen- bucks a month. Fifteen bucks a month. Fifty. Fifty bucks a month. <laughs> that seems like a lot. That seems like a lot of money to spend on something that we aren't necessarily going to use <laughs> ever. And buy not necessarily. Put it this way: what if we we, we, we own the domain name Bloke in a Bath. <laughs> .com.au for about three years. Yeah, we uh, did. When it came up for renewal... We let it go. We let it go. So if you want to buy blokeinabath.com.au, yep. it's probably now available. It's, yeah, I don't know. It might, it I, might I just I just get the feeling that this might be the same with 1-800-Solutions. <laughs> um, Although we've spent money on less. <laughs> That's true. The ornamental. Uh, I'm not pointing at good dome. No. I'm, I'm pointing at the artisanal, artisanal football. football. Uh, which honestly will be this. I wonder if what the resale of that fucking thing is. <laughs> not what we pay for it. <laughs> Can you please, Tommy Tobler of Blue Hair fame, go this one first? Josh Reynolds of uh, Rugby League Immortality fame. Dear friend of the show. Dear friend of the show. Uh, remember he had that fucking psycho ex-missus he had? Arabella Di- Diabella Del Buso Diabella. Or whatever. Arabella Del Buso. Who then went into like a boxing career. She's obviously one of the great pieces of shit who ever walked the earth, right? And I say that with the utmost respect for pieces of shit. Um, she, can you just Google, I believe, has just, or she's about to be convicted. She's played guilty or something. Oh, she's, she's up for old tricks. Dude, she's or new tricks. More than fifty grand from her most from like a recent employer. Oh, she's out of control. Yeah. Wow. Like at some like a radiology fucking place or some shit. Like how, the, how does she still fifty grand? It's in installments. But like, how did she do it? Do we have any more information? I'm actually intrigued yeah, at how it someone was a gets a small article in the Men's Women's Weekly that didn't uh, fully get to it. But like, how the fuck does someone like that get a job? And she, like, she hasn't been sentenced or anything. But like that. Piece of shit should go to jail. Well, she she may, Tom. She probably will, depending on, like you know. I think they look at prize with this sort of stuff. I don't know that she. Ha- I don't know if she's got prize or not. Though, like I don't know that anything came legally from that. Right. Okay. So, have we got any more information, Tobler, that we can we can use to? Yeah. So apparently, she would tell clients that the FPOS machine wasn't working. And to pay in cash and then just pocketed the cash. Oh my God, that's dastardly. That's that so is, brazen. That is so dastardly. That's on that's. But also, like, people don't have cash. Like, what, does it come back with cash and pay? Well, no, no. She'd be putting him to the ATM. She'd have them all mapped out. Fully. If if, if you're if you if you if you're operating a ruse like that, you if know, I'm yeah. if I'm putting myself in Del Buso's shoes. Yeah. I'm handing them a printout of a, of a map I've got with like all the closest ATMs circled. And even if you want, if you want to go to your own bank, here's Westpac, here's Combank, here's NAB. I'm making 
I'm making it easy for you. Like when you go to like those, uh, when, you know when you're staying in like a place in like a new, you know, whether you're on holiday somewhere and you're like, oh, where's like the nearest shopping centre or this or that? And they're, they're like the concierge, like now here's a map of the town. Mm. Here's the Woolworths or the shopping centre. Here's this, here's that. Like she would be fully catering to every need of theirs. Wouldn't be surprised if she set up her own terminal and just like swapped them out. Like the the square the square cards. Well, no, but you can you can get like your own terminal. You could get like a a proper terminal, like a Tyro terminal or a Combank terminal, or whatever, and just start. You know, she wouldn't want that fucking. She wouldn't want the overheads. No, she wouldn't. I'm I'm curious to know how if you're. What was the job she was working as well? She was working at a rheumatologist specialist center, which like diagnoses and treats arthritis musculoskeletal conditions and autoimmune diseases so how did they how did they pin her they were just like listen we're doing we're doing a lot more uh where's all this money going we're doing a lot more sessions for the income we're getting that's also the thing as well where it's like there's there's something about like the smash and grab which i almost i don't know if i respect over what sort of time frame are we talking Seven months or something. That's not long enough to hide fifty. You know what I mean? She should have been. She should have spread that out. Well, she should be spreading that out over a couple of a couple of financial years, thin years, because it's harder to then trade. It's like, oh, we're losing. What's but they're on? doing. Put it this way: if they're doing five hundred grand a year, you're fifty grand down. And that's ten percent. It was from two different centres: one in Cogra and one in Ramwick. It'd be the same business, though. You would assume. Yeah, thirty-six grand from Cogra and about sixteen and a half from Ramwick. I don't like. There's something about the like the smash and grab, which. Is like, I'm getting in, I'm getting off, I'm getting out. You know that you've been robbed. You know? I'm like, how the fuck do you think you're going to get away with this, you fucking idiot? Not that that it's about getting away with Because probably she knows she doesn't have to pay him back. Do do, do you remember seeing that thing? If you just go down to the money, you don't have to pay him back. That's that's what's fucked. You just go, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm fucking bankrupt. She's bankrupt, yeah. Not doing it, not paying it back. But then you'll go to the big house, hopefully. Probably not. Like, I don't know. Probably, I would say not. I would say not. It's funny that she just... Like, Donald Trump was president of the United States. He went bankrupt, like, how many times? Multiple times. She goes, nah, not paying anyone. Comes back, no problem. And she keeps chucking sickies on her sentencing days. Yeah, dude, she couldn't come to the sentencing (laughs) day because she has anxiety. She's getting panic attacks. Well, yeah. That's not surprising, though. She yeah. is. <laughs> How many people would get fucking anxiety about going to court? Most no, people. no, it's apparently from, like, another matter. But, like, if you fucking... If you're in trouble with the courts and you're like, sorry, I can't come in, I've got anxiety, like, tough titties, dude. They do. They generally... Listen, I've heard they've got dogs in there that you can pat and shit to help with anxiety. No. Yeah. They have, like, labs and shit that go in there. Fuck, wouldn't you feel like you've been absolutely dudded being that lab? Like, can I not... I'm a friendly fucking yeah, pooch. Yeah, but, do- but dogs, I, ju- dogs just like people, mate. Yeah, but I'm saying maybe they don't. So, do- animals are intuitive. They can sense evil. That bitch is evil. <laughs> like, you're not telling me that she's going to be like, the, this lab's like, Jesus Christ, i got to sit here in this boring well, Maybe that's court. why she finds it like in, full of anxiety because she's been to court before and the lab's just been her. Bar like, that bitch like, is evil. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They go over and then they get, ooh, big waft of evil yeah, and they go, fuck this evil. bitch. No, thank you. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go and sit with the fucking... Sit with the lawyers. Well, she used gastro as well. Well, the that's first time to get out. That size up, because gastro will gastro will get you out of anything, including prison. Sorry, can't get the big ass shit myself. Imagine having gastro in prison, sharing a cell. 
with fifty other blokes. You don't. That's that's not how big cells are. But in the world, you don't reckon the cells that big? Fifty people cells. Yeah. Maybe in like some of those really scant prisons. Maybe not at fucking Kuma or something where the bloody bankers go, but elsewhere there would be. Not in this country. Probably not. No, not no, this definitely country. not. No, not in this country. It'd be like those South American prisons and like the uh, like Asian it's prisons. The ones in Africa that'd be probably be pretty rough. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, anyway. Del Busso. She's also boxing though. Like I saw Ebony Bridges mention her in a video. I'm like, how the fuck are you in the same sentence as Ebony Bridges who just lost a world title and you're this psychopath? She blocked us on Instagram as well, Del so. We've gone after Del Busso before. Not we've gone after, that's the wrong term. We've re, we've uh, covered her. We've repeated information. We've covered her, her stories. Yep. But she hasn't blocked the personal, so I still get to see how much of a crazy bitch she is. Shout out to Del Bus. Shout out to her. I think it was when she was, I'll tell you what it was. It was after the Reynolds thing, and then she started seeing this like Russian boxer. Yeah. And we like were doing a plea to like try and get him aware of what was yeah. going on. We were, were we like, commenting Mate. and shit? No. no yeah, I think we might have. I think we might have been leaving comments. Being, more like, brazen back run. then, were we? We were a bit more brazen back then. Did we write run? Surely not. It was like run, dude, or like you know, fucking. I know. I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. We talked about it on the podcast. I remember that. I don't remember writing run on his on his Instagram. <laughs> okay. We may have. I just don't know why she would have blocked us if we weren't like fucking hanging shit directly. Because she listened to the potty. She's a fan. She's a fan. Good hat. Thanks. Do you like it on me? I really like it. I think it's a good shape. Can I see how it looks on me? Yep, it's a good shape. Oh, it's a great shape. It's a truck hat. That's for sure. It's trucker's trucker. Oh, fuck yeah. I've, my head's a bit swollen. No, it is, but like... I like what it says on the back. Huh. It's pretty cool. Is that my truck nut? That is cool. Oh, dude, I love this design. Not trucker. It's a cool hat. It's a fucking cool hat, dude. You look good in it. Thank you. I thought you looked good in it. That's why I commented it. Dude, I haven't worn a trucker in ages. Like, literally. I haven't worn, I haven't worn a trucker hat since... The Vans Von Dutch Von Dutch No Vans Vans had truckers Oh you're right Do you remember them Yes I do We used to rock those We used to rock them I haven't worn one since then And I used to really like that hat But this one's way better Yeah It's fucking good Does it look good on me though but I, I actually had to stop What I was doing Just to tell you that I Cute little label right. on the back Oh yeah that's nice I like the iTruck nut dude That's really nice Like the patch too Yeah Can I get one Uh No Never? <laughs> no, never say never. Okay, cool. You can't get one right. You can't have mine. I can't have yours. But like, I'd be. But able you to- can. You'll be able to get one soon. Will I? Yep. I don't think this section should be very long, given the length of the match. But the Australian One Day side humped the life out of the West Indies side yesterday. Uh, you left before the game finished, mate. I got a message when I got home from Benny in our in one of our group chats, being like, "Fucking hell." One of the quickest chases of all time. It's six, already over. Six overs. I go, surely not. When I left the studio, they were still batting. Six overs. <laughs> Jake Fraser McGurk. Un-fucking believable. Jake Fraser McGurk came out and just fucking pounded 41 off 18. Inglis 35 off 16. And then uh, Hardy, who I've never heard of respectfully. He, was, uh, he got two from five. Smudge came out and just smacked six runs and we won. 41 off 18 at 227. He was... He's unbelievable. He was going hard. It was JFM. Five fours, three sixes. 
Yeah. Love that. Beating the fuck out of them. Um, but, I mean, it was a shithole of a game, clearly. Shortest one day one day in Australia, like in the history of one day is played in Australia. Listen, you don't really, ideally, in a perfect world, Tom want to be chasing 86. If, if you're a, if you don't want to see a run chase of 86 if you're a viewer. No, dude. Well, that's why like the commentators are like, should there be like a minimum amount of overs that are paying customers should have to see in a one day like particularly off the back of what we saw in terms of Australia uh, create Australia charging the punter at the SCG the other so day so they got a total I, of, I certainly hope that those numbers weren't replicated they, they watched a total of 30 overs uh, 30.1 overs yeah so you should be getting 70% back and the whole day 30.1 overs yeah you might be like oh that's a bit much but Again, I'm, 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 I'm merely going off what they were charging the punter at the SCG the other day. And uh, someone we know went was like, it was fucking, it, was, it wasn't great because there no. were about two people there. Yeah. So look, a nice way to sort of limp out of the cricket season. Well, we don't limp out of it because we play New Zealand soon. When do we play New Zealand? End of Feb, early March, isn't it? The cricket season's over there because footy's back. No, there's still cricket on. Yes. Uh, 21st of Feb's the first one. <laughs> not far. 21st of February, we yes. play New Zealand? Two weeks yes. today. Two weeks today. Fuck, I'm not complaining. <laughs> Starts at 5 well, are you, are you, can, can I say something to the punter and the dribbler? And to you, my old mate, Tommy Burns, son of an Aussie hero, legend through or through. Are you anti-test cricket in no, two I'm, weeks? No, bro? I'm not. I'm really not. I certainly fucking hope not. No, against New Zealand. Oh, Who go okay. Do you know how many fucking test tons Kane Williamson's hit now? No, I don't. Can I guess? Yes. 27. Higher. Higher? Is he... Just, just, just keep going. 32? Lower. 31? Yes. Wow. The rat's got 29. Wow. 31, dude. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes, dude. What's smudge on? 32, I believe. Kane Williamson? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Always have a cane in your side. We've said it a million times. The proof is in the pudding punters and jubblers. That's extraordinary. Mm. Kane Williamson. That is he's, very impressive. I think he's hit six test tons in the last year. That's fuckload. I did not know he was in the 30s. Yeah. He's I knew he was high as 20s, but 31's is he a the fuckload. Highest, uh, has he got the most test centuries for New Zealand? He'd have to, wouldn't he? And this isn't a good era of New Zealand cricket. He'd you know? have to have the most. What did McCullum have? Surely not that many. Column, surely. Smudge has 32. 32. And then... Well done. Thank you. I mean, that was recent, you know. Just catching up. Think about how close he got to 33. Don't think he reaches Ricky. No, I don't think so at all. People were. People were saying... He, he, tell you what, he plays that year, he probably does. Well, yeah, he might. Because he's maybe then he's like, maybe gets four that year, he's four away. And he hasn't got that head noise of fucking the... You yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, so, no, Kane Williamson is the leader with 31. Who's the next? What's McCullum? 20... I say 21. I don't know how many McCullum got. 22. Taylor? Ross Taylor. On 19. Fuck, so that's McCull the next best? McCullum has 12. He was good, but he wasn't around for that long. Like, it didn't feel like... He Crow was, was, on, was he an opener in Tess? Third. Yeah, he was an opener in one day. Is. Three Tess? I don't know. Fuck me dead. So Kane, it's Kane Williamson and Daylight. Shout out to Kane and shout out to the name Kane. Yeah. That's very fucking yeah. impressive. Well the, done, buddy. Um, I'm, mate. Is you he know what? I'm actually. New Zealand? Who's the captain now? 
Tom, what do you fucking think that you and I are going to be doing from 8.30 a.m., I would assume, next Wednesday? Oh, yes, dude. We're going to be watching Test Cricket all day long. So, punters and dribblers worth... Uh, oh! Check when it starts. Is it next oh, no, it's two weeks. It's yeah. two, oh. weeks. two weeks. And it starts at 5.30 anyway. 5.30? So, they're playing three T20s and then the tests on the 29th. Oh, I was talking about test, Tobler. Sorry, 29. I don't give a 29. fuck about 2020. Hey, what have we been talking about? What the fuck? You said when we're versing in New Zealand next and... It's on two weeks today. We got the T20s, three like T20s, Dave, and then test on the 29th. He's more like Dave. Test on the 29th. Yes, starting at 9 a.m. Of February. Yes. When we're not in the fucking country. 4th of March. Good point. But then we'll be back for the second one. Starts on the 8th till the 12th. <sighs> you know what I thought we were doing next Wednesday, Tom, you and I? Yeah. As we sit down for the longest podcast in recorded history? Yeah. Watch this cricket. Watching test cricket. And... Yes, I was a week out. That's on me. But Tobler fucking, he, he threw me off no, kilter. That's a, he threw everyone off. Fair. Do, when have I, can, can I just ask you something? You know, you know us mind? well now. You know us well. How, you yeah, know us well. really well. You've been pretty here well. for about a year, okay? Two years. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> Two years. Um, when have I ever given a fuck about T20 cricket outside of a T20 World Championships or KO. a, or KO? <laughs> <laughs> big Bash has come up a couple of times. Yeah, well, Big Bash. Yeah, KO, mate. We no, love no, Big no, Bash. No, yeah, no, I'm talking about no, internationals. Doing internationals, mate. I don't know. Yeah, I answered your question. When? Be a bit more specific, maybe. No. Be a bit more fucking on the ball with what we're asking. We, talk, we didn't talk about tw- T20s, dude. We talk about international T20s, okay, when we're fucking winning world championships. That's about it. There is a World Cup this year, I think, for them. They're every two years. Yeah, good. Then I'll be excited about it. Yeah. Because there's a chance for us to hold us all three at once. Anyway, get better at your job. <laughs> Will do, mate. Thanks. Look at him. He's, and don't he's, get cut yeah, about look it. Look at him. He's getting cut <laughs> over there. Yes, you are. He's, fucking he's cut. getting cut. I, I think it's actually just really offensive. Oh, yeah, look at him. He's cut over oh, there. He's, he's getting cut. He's getting cut. Uh, no, that's the blue. No, you'll talking. learn that I'm more interested in tests and T20s. You'll learn. Mm. Good to know, mate. Mm. Yeah, he's yeah. cut. Yeah, he's cut. He's <laughs> cut. He's cut, dude. Can I? I just want to. I just want to do like. I want to yeah, do a really stock take of the room. Cut. Yeah, thanks Cody, a lot, Eddie. Is he cut? Yes or no? Yeah, he's cut. Yeah, yeah thanks. Willie. Yeah, he's, he's cut. cut. Yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. Cunt. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, look at him just oh, clicking yeah. through shit. He doesn't know what to do. He's just fucking. He's fucking. He's just clicking through. I'm like, fuck. I'm cut. I don't know. You fucking idiot. Oh, I didn't realize the screen was getting. The kid's cut. He didn't realize the screen was still casting. He's just clicking through shit. Like it looks like he's doing. Something. Yeah, yeah, just calm down. Oh, uh, it's all right, buddy. Listen, <laughs> hey, we still love you. We're not replacing you yet. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's early. Not great signs early, but Dude, like, I don't still still clicking, look at him clicking his heart out. Whatever. Um. Uh. So listen. Next Wednesday. Yep. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Is, Is it really? actually? Yep. There you go. I think we should all double check that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the fourteenth? Yes. Okay. So next Thursday will be our 600th episode. We're going to have to start early. Fucking oath we are. It's our 600th episode, which has come around quick considering our 500th. Just feels like it's quick, you know, it doesn't feel like that well, long. Well, listen, it's evidence that you and I work real hard. Work our cocks off. That's not even including the all talks we do. We're probably at like 20,000. Um, but... Or is it? No, it is including all no, talk. Oh, it is. Oh, good. Okay, that's probably... Well, that makes sense then because I was like, fuck me, dad. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, a lot was made about the uh, Bloke in a Bar podcast on Monday, to which we tip our, fo- uh, our fucking trucker caps over there. Six hours, 52 minutes, I think, of rugby league preview, right? Yep. Not, of, but not bad. Not bad. Like, a lot was made of it. Like, oh, fuck, such a long podcast. Uh, we're like, listen, it wasn't even seven hours. Like, and which it wasn't. You know, they said seven hours, right? Listen, it didn't go seven hours. They pushed, just said, they, they sort of spun it on, like, it was spin zone. You know, it was like, oh, we did a seven-hour podcast. Yeah, they didn't. They did six hours and 52 minutes. And Tom and I thought, in our 600th episode, 600. You think Kane Williamson with 31 fucking tons is impressive? Mm. Uh, no, nah, it's not, bro. <laughs> Try getting 600 of them, which is what we've done, Tom and I. Over a long period, waiting, mm. you know, just wait and run sort of stuff. Yeah. Don Bradman sort of stuff. It'd be fun in our 600th to sit down and knock out what the blokes at Bloke couldn't do, which is seven hours. Yeah. So next Wednesday, coming out on Thursday, we will be going the big lift. We will be knocking it out of the park. We will be sitting down for seven hours of pure, unadulterated dribble and yarn. Guests will join us. Guests will join us. Uh, we may break for lunch. You can watch us eat tenders. You can watch us drink verve. You can watch us eat mud cake, as is tradition when milestones are hit. <laughs> 100%. Verve and mud cake. But we'll have, we'll have guests rolling through. I don't mind the idea of taking calls. Yep. Like, not dribbles, but calls. Now, I know that a lot of you are at work, but, like, what, you can't go to the shitters on the job site and call your boys? So, if you, next Wednesday, the 14th, Valentine's Day, when it is recorded, want us to call you, send your email, send your phone number. Do we want a description like, or are we just we just want numbers? Email turbo at hellosport.com.au. With your phone number. With your mobile number. And we might call you. And have a question. Yep. That you want to discuss. And if you don't, a topic, we're just going to call a topic. you. Or a topic. A topic. Yes. A topic. And we might call you. We're going to have a couple of special guests in there. Scope says he's coming in. The Roo says he's coming in. Kempi begrudgingly. No, but he wants to be a part of history. He wants to be a part of history. Yeah. He's going to come in. We, we we don't know who else. There'll be more. We might. I wouldn't mind just calling people. You know what I mean? Flick through your phone, call some people. You might call your old man. Call dad. He'll, he'll ignore it. But, but we'll give him the option to answer. He's a funny cunt. Oh, no. I, listen, we call him. We call your old man. We see if he answers. We do. Maybe we call my old man. Call your old man. That's what the commercial market's doing out in Dubbo. Jam toast. Yeah. Talk jam toast. Talk jams, generally. Talk window seats on planes. Is he a big window seat guy, is he? Likes to look at the country. Well, I get that. Yeah. Flying to Perth, I was like... Whew. Yeah, no, he'd be country guy. <laughs> we'll talk four, four weeks with, uh, with milk every morning. We'll talk all that sort of stuff. Listen, it's a seven-hour extravaganza. We're going for the record. This is record-breaking podcast. Yeah. For We're like Ned number. Brockman. Yeah. But for podcasting. But fuck, let's get Brockman on. Let's see if he wants to roll in for a bit. Love it. Get him to run here. He'll run here, though. If you, if Dude, let's not test him. He'll run it. Well, he's run across country. It's not even that far. No, it's not. It's like 10Ks. Less. We probably. dare you, dude. Oh, you know, dare to run to Alexandria. Do like, you? Okay. Dare you. No, but I want to hear about his American trip. So let's get him in. We may have had him in since then. He went the other oh, day. Oh, he just went the other day. <laughs> anyway, that's the 600th out. We are going for a record. So we need record breakers, to be honest. Let's try to get some record breakers on. Missile, did he break a record? 
Uh, was he world record holder at one point? Surely. Though? We'll work it out, punters and dribbles. We'll fucking work it out. Anyway, that's next Wednesday. Um, I wanted to – we didn't get to this last – on Monday, but like that billionaire who wants to start the steroid Olympics. Yep. Can you find that, please, Tobler? Yeah, so his name's Peter Thiel. He's like an early investor in tech startups like PayPal and Facebook. He was there with Musk when he started PayPal, like back in the day. Peter Thiel started PayPal. With yes. Musk? Didn't Musk do it as well? No, but, but Thiel's like the guy. Do you see what Musk used to look like when he started I've PayPal? I've got this photo right now. Have you now. seen what Musk used to look like? It is outrageous. It's fucking mental. Have a go at this. Yeah. Look at that hairline, dude. Yeah, yeah. All the billionaires have got better looking. Oh yeah, I mean, fuck of it. that, of that, Bezos is on some serious gear. But the only one that hasn't got better looking is uh, Bill Gates. He's remained nerdy looking. Yeah, Whereas, it's hard to get that guy. Right, yeah, but Bezos, though. Bezos looks fucking like yeah, but, fucking Batman. Now. Well, yeah, but you give a man steroids. Like I think, I mean, look. But his postures change. Steroids, muscles pulling his chest back. Like you could give fucking Bill Gates steroids. I don't know how much it'd do. His frame's pretty fucking. It's Peter Teal, by the way. Teal. Apologies. Look at Bezos. There's also something about like losing. Look at his look hair. at Bezos. Look at Bezos here, right? With, with, with like with his no. With oh, the, with the gilet on. With the gilet on. Look at him there, like with his yeah, with his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's before and after. Look at that. Like, let's get serious. Yeah, but you know what? Like, that if you become a Billy, you go, yeah, oi, fucking load me up with all the gear possible. Yeah, but not all I'm saying is not everyone's done that. Not everyone's made that decision. No. Like him in 99 in his little Amazon, like, workspace. selling the books. Sign. He's a, he does look like James Bond. He looks like actually an evil villain. He looks evil as fuck. Um, not to speak Gilly of the Billy. We're not speaking nearly of that, Billy. No, no, no. We're just merely musing. Um, anyway, so what's this billionaire guy doing with the steroid Olympics? And which Billy is it? Oh, it's Peter Thiel, sorry. Peter Thiel. Yeah. Uh, he just wants to have like five events, swimming, gymnastics, weightlifting, track and field, and combat, held once a year at already existing venues, and then just juice everyone up, calling it the Enhanced Games. But he also wants... To do it to aid research into like nutritional supplements and biohacks that push the boundaries of human performance. Partner with Good Day. So it's the brainchild of Dr. Aaron D'Souza, a lawyer who's worked with Teal um, previously. It'll be interesting because my initial feeling would be that all the best in the world wouldn't compete. And so you'd have all these losers juiced up that wouldn't get close to shit. So you don't reckon they get close no, to shit? No, they wouldn't. No. No way. If you fuck it, it's like like if if a bloke who is considerably worse than Usain Bolt juiced, he doesn't beat Usain Bolt. You, you, you're not taught. You're not. You're not gaining tenths of seconds. <coughs> what about not, weightlifting? Maybe. Don't know about weightlifting, but like athletics, track and field, and I don't jumping. I, no. You're. No. I don't You're reckon. pounding gear with reckless abandon. I, I, I don't think I don't think that the advancements are as considerable as people think they are. It's just that they do. At help. the top end, at the tippy fucking top, yes, it makes a difference. But to take like a fucking guy who's well off the pace and juice him doesn't. But equal what's well reckless. off the pace then? Like, like, okay, who who's okay, com- okay? Let's say Rowan Browning, who is has is like Rowan Browning juices nowhere near the world record, nowhere near, nowhere near, it. nowhere near it. 
So do you reckon he breaks 10? Breaks 10. He's around 10.03. Breaks 10. Nowhere near the world record. Interesting. I have no idea. And I guess you don't either. But like, I actually don't know whether like there is shit out there that could get you that quick. Or whether Mate, there's a fucking it. like there's the there's the documentary about the Russian doping. Mm. That guy who's a punter competes in a race, then dopes for a full year, gets worse. It's not punters. I'm not talking about punters. All I'm saying is that's evidence that it's like not a fucking like fait complete that no, you go out and but d- like I also take think seconds there's, there's, off a, shit. there's a difference between being physically gifted for the sport and then doping, so you're still able to train like a professional athlete while you're doping with absolute reckless abandon. You're doing I, everything. I think I think it's more like if if every if the people in the hundred meter final for the for men, if one of them's doping, that guy's likely to win. But people in the heats can't win. That's how I. That's how I think. Don't about you it. reckon though? There's like certain things that would almost be like maybe weightlifting. That's completely. Yeah, no, different. we're talking sprinting now, right? Like there'd be things where. There'd be certain forms of doping that would be so blatant that they wouldn't even fuck with it. So, like, there'd be certain things... Oh, right. So you're saying there's shit beyond... There's shit beyond where you're going, like, there's just no way... No one's even doing this shit. So, like... you're talking about, like, cutting-edge stuff. You'd be... Well, I'm talking about cutting-edge stuff or things that are so obviously and easily testable for that you you can't can't mask mask that no one's even fucking bothering to do. If you've got carte blanche to fill yourself with shit that maybe you could actually become a superhuman... The there only would thing be, then there is would you could be, say there might be someone – why wouldn't someone just try to do that now? There would be advantages, I would think, in like pure strength, like yes. weightlifting and it's like hardcore endurance. Well, what's the like strongman records as opposed to like Olympic weightlifting records? Because strongmen are fucking juiced out the ass. No, they don't do the same event because weightlifting is highly technical. Isn't there just like deadlift? No, no. So weightlifting is clean and jerk or the snatch and they're both highly technical sort of lifts. So they don't ever just do a straight daddy. I don't. I would be very surprised if the world's strongest man could beat weightlifters. In a they've daddy? Got a tr- no, not, I'm not talking about daddy. I'm talking about Olympic weightlifting. Okay, gotcha. Because it's so specialized. Whereas these guys in fucking the strongest man are doing heaps of different shit. And they're just literally trying to lift something heavy as fuck, as opposed to what trying to. It's like it's like like CrossFit guys are fucking good at heaps of shit, not one specific thing. Yes. It's more specialised. But to, but Tobler may be able to tell us. Like, see if, the, see, if the, see if, for example, the clean and jerk world record hasn't been set by an Olympic lifter. Are you clean and jerk record? Yeah. Do you so know what a clean and jerk is? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's where you start with the bar and then you fucking, and then you get it up to here and then you push it up, whereas a snatch is just throw it above your head. Because the record for the biggest deadlift, which is not an Olympic Sport is like 502 kilos. Not talking about that. No, I... Yeah. yeah. You rake out for kids rattled. Kids rattled today. Stay two. Kids struggling. He'll get... He'll find, no, his, no, he'll listen, find, he'll find his you, group. Listen, that you don't... If you were to drop smudge after his first two fucking stints at opener... Or like, in bowling. Or... Exactly. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah, smudge then got... He got 96 or whatever for 90 in his next fucking Correct. test, right? So like... 267 kilos is the record for the biggest clean and jerk. And was the guy that set it an Olympic weightlifter? If you just click on his name, it should take you through. Yeah. There you go. Right. I get that. But then like, if you were to just go most weight ever lifted, 
They're not the same thing. I know they're not, Edward. That's not <laughs> what we're talking about, buddy. But so it's hard to compare. Well, it sort of is. But what I'm trying to say is that if you're juicing your cock off and training for a specific event, then it's not that hard to compare. Because you're training the same way, but you're juiced out of your no, arms. No, 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 Matt. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that you can lift more if you juice. It's more about if you don't have the best in the world competing because they want to stay in the clean Olympics, the, the, the runt of the litter, so to speak, is competing in these games. And just because they juiced as they go past the guys that are elite, I'm not sure about that. I think That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, and I think, I think with like shit like weight lifting – to be honest, I think with – I don't know. Obviously, when you, who could we talk to who would be able to give you a bit of an insight there, like some sort of a fucking sports science? Well, I'll t- tell you who we could ask. Stephen Dank. No. Who, I'll tell you who would have some idea, surely, who is a friend of the show, is the missile and go, listen, if you're taking blokes that are heat swimmers, could they be world record holders if they doped? He'd know. Do you want to see if we can just get him on? Just call him. Have you got his number? I don't know if i got his number. I'll just DM him. Yo. Missile. It's Tom and Eddie here, mate. How you going? How are you? Good, boys. Good. How are you, mate? You well? I'm well keeping out of trouble, so all good on this end. Fucking nice. Now, we uh, we just were having a, a conversation. Thank you very much for the, the quick turnaround here. It was uh, We were trying to work out who would be best to speak to. We were. I don't know if you saw this yarn uh, a couple of days ago. There was... Um, so there's some like billionaire. What was his name? Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel, who wanted to do like the fucking steroid Olympics, where everyone's just juiced out of their ass. Did you hear about that? Yep, I'm across it. Now I was of the opinion, Missile. This is where you come in, being. I don't know if you were an ex world record holder, but you were a ex world champion. You're a, did you hold? Rec- you had a world record. Yeah, I was the fastest in the world. Remember, they go to the those super suits, and yeah. then I came in after yeah. them and was the fastest in the world. Okay, yeah. so so you're a world leader, best in best, best in, in your class. fucking best in yeah. class. I was of the opinion, right, that if they were going to start a junkie Olympics, that the best in the world probably wouldn't go over to it. They're probably more attracted to the bright lights and the prestige of the Olympics. So you, therefore, you would be left with like the runts who are in basically like heat level athletes who would be going across to this new Olympics to compete. And I was of the opinion that even if you took a runt swimmer and and juiced him to the eyeballs, he wouldn't be able to beat you. Is that incorrect or is that cor- correct? Yeah, that's correct. You're not going to get swimmers good enough. I there actually was having a think about this. Fuck, I'm dialed <laughs> in. It's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about this, please? How about I'll give you an exclusive here on the show. Love it. So, so I agree with you. I don't reckon you could get – you can't just – Teach talent to a to a swimmer and then juice them up and, and make them good. You got to get a, a pre-existing fast swimmer, right? Uh-huh. So what about this? Here's one for the the uh, enhanced games. I'm a couple of years out of retirement now, uh, in retirement, sorry, and I've sort of kept myself in reasonable shape yeah, in retirement. Six pack mm-hmm. city. So they've they've said they've got a billion dollar billion dollar person backing them. If they put up a million dollars for the 50 freestyle world record, I'll come on board as their first athlete. I'll juice to the gills and I'll break it within six months. See, now there you go. There you go. So it's more like you could get former like competing Olympic swimmers. People of the right stock. Of the right stocks. Fuck, I love that. What about, again, 
what about, do you think there would be any sports where you, like, what about weightlifting? Do you think that something like that you possibly could? Like, again, if you were a weightlifter trained in it, but you weren't strong enough to compete at the tippity top, do you think then something like just an absolute, uh, you know, an abnormal amount of roids could get you across the line? Or do you really just think that at that really top level, it's, it's sort of pubic hair stuff in terms of the differences it makes? The problem with weightlifting, so they're kicking weightlifting out of the Olympics. Um, it's it's not going to be an Olympic sport anymore because literally all of the athletes are on steroids already. So it wouldn't make a difference there. <laughs> right. okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. Well, you know, when you see a pair of testicles on a female weightlifter, that can sometimes. I think when the Chinese won every weightlifting uh, Olympic gold medal at the Beijing Games, there was a couple of eyebrows raised. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so are there, are there any steroids that would be ex- in existence right now that are just like so blatant that cheating athletes wouldn't even bother doing it? Do you know what I mean? Like, are there are there ones that you that could, yeah. mask, where you go like that you couldn't mask that was so easy that, that if you were given sort of free reign, it'd be like, okay, well, I'm just going to start pounding this thing that is going to give you a big improvement. I don't know heaps about it, to be honest. I think you just go the pure testosterone, right? Like pump your levels up to a superhuman level <laughs> um, and then just turn into a freak show. The other thing I was thinking for swimming, I'm going to need one of those super suits to float me because if I get unbelievably jacked, <laughs> then I'll sink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You basically need the opposite of the Edward Simpson buoyancy gene. No, yeah. You need, well, and that's what the super suit is, right? Like, yeah, that's you need, right. That's what you, you need one just swimming in a fucking pool, Eddie. Otherwise, you're sinking to the bottom. So, so we've, have, we, have we got a missile guarantee that with a super suit and six months of juicing, you can break the 50-meter world record? Yeah. What is, the, what is that guarantee. at the moment? What is that at the moment? Off the top? I think it's about 21 flat, 21 seconds flat. Um, and when I was swimming, I was about 21.5. So I need half a second. So juice in a suit, happy days. <laughs> juice in a suit, you're off to the race. I love that. Bro. Oh, that's good. That's good. Mate, thank you very much for that. Uh, we, um, we very much appreciate you coming on. We are also talking, because we, um, right across from where your gym is, Tribe, uh, we're always, we go past there because uh, G'd up's across the road and we go and we do some merch. Those yeah. Boys. Have yet to see you in there fucking doing muscle-ups. What's going on? <laughs> well, I'm in there pretty much every day, so mm. we just must be at different times. We're just missing you. Well, you're never there in the arbor, yeah. mate, so yeah. you're not working we, We're armor. looking in, we're popping in, we're going, where the fuck's missile there? To be fair, we don't actually ever put our head in. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the door's open and I'm just sort of... Like, uh, again, interrupt muscle-ups. No, we don't. Yeah, that's it. I reckon, can we get the Hello Sport community to start tagging this bloke? And let's get our first Hello Sport Enhanced Games athlete on board. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's it. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna get everything. Do you want to see a missile break the fifty? Because I do. I do. I want to see. A, I want to see a missile that's got fucking veins in his veins yeah. and just absolutely rearing with steroids and breaking world records. I might um I might ask Denon Kemp if you can put me in contact with his guy. Yeah, Kemp, you'll be able to sort. Yeah, we'll get him to. Yeah. Trennan, he's got one of the great guys ever. Like yeah. we'll talk. To him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he runs. The guy runs it out of the back of his car in a car park somewhere yeah, yeah. in uh, in, uh, in Mascot. I think so. No, we we, we can handle that, mate. For you, not not a problem. Yeah, at all. perfect. Thanks for Let's thanks for helping it. us out there, mate. Thanks, boys. Love you. We'll See talk you, to you bro. soon, mate. See ya. Well, there you fucking go, Ed. You were spot on again. It's annoying how correct I am, yeah. but 
even though I am correct almost all the time, I'm now more excited about the fact that Missile's prepared to dope the fuck up slip into a super suit and go after world records that's that's actually got me touching myself i actually think that they're like, like almost like a gun for hire to start going after records dude, olympians dude. retire fucking young like give them a second lease on life let them juice like it's actually better to go at it that way than try and get olympians on board it's like oh okay you're winding down now come over give them another fucking, lease on life let yeah. them go deep like lebron you know what i mean but, dude, you'd be getting 25, 26-year-olds. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be getting people who are, like, they've won a couple of medals, they've done the damn thing, they're rich. Now it's like, let's go and race for some... I almost think, off the back of what Missile's just told us, that there is something in incentivizing people, once they're fucking done with Olympic careers or legitimate careers, to, to go after that dope life. Yeah. Juice up and try and break unofficial world records Dope and dollars. see no, but and just see how f- far like how, we can push it. Yeah. Like imagine if Usain Bolt retires from the Olympics. I know people think that he don't, but he's never been caught. So just park that puns and dribblers, and he just goes on one of the great cycles of all time. How low he could have gone? Yeah, like what's actually possible? Because then you're going okay. Now we are at least that's a way of getting best in class to be. Because you're not going to get best in class otherwise. You're just not. You're going to be left with yeah. dead shits, juicing up, doing fuck. Care a. That's why you talk to the. That's why you talk to best in class. Because yourself. the thing. Because the thing about it is right, puns and dribblers, Is if you get losers that wouldn't make it out of the heats to juice up and verse each other, it doesn't look any different. And their times are less than the best in the world's anyway. So yeah. who gives a fuck? Yeah. So who gives a fuck? What we need is the best in the world having retired, soon retired. Juicing up, going after unofficial world records. And if you haven't, go and check out James Magnuson's Instagram page. That man is in fucking phenomenal, Nick. Man's He is absolutely fucking jacked. I just want to quickly get up his his uh, gym, give it a plug. Tribe in Marrickville. Uh, I don't know the address here. I'm trying to find it for him. It's on. It's off Sydney. It's on Sydney Road or off Sydney Road. Off it's Sydney on the corner Road. Of Sydney Road. Sixty-three Sydney Road, Marrickville. Yep. Bang! Tribe Marrickville, the great and powerful missile James and Missile Magnuson. Thank you for his time, but also thank him for his time. Not thank you for his time, Eddie, but also at one point the fastest human to ever swim fifty meters. It was a hundred. Oh, a hundred twenty-one seconds. Of no, course but he, he, he was he was a world he was a world record leader in the hundred because he came in after the super suit era where the where the records were bogus. What's the record for fifty? He just said 20, 21 flat. At right. the moment, it's twenty point nine. So he had the world record for the fifty meters. No, he didn't. He just said he did at twenty one five. No, he said he ha- he just said he he sa- he said at the time he swam at twenty one five. He wasn't a fifty meter swimmer. He was a hundred meter swimmer. Didn't he swim fifty? No, he swam hundred. No, he holds a record for the fifth fastest swim in history in the 100 meter free. He's a 100 meter swimmer. 47.10. Uh, he got silver at the Olympics in the 100. In the 100. No one gives a fuck about the 50. The 100 is the, the event. Well, but I mean, we also have Kyle Chalmers, who's a 50 meter He's a 100 meter swimmer. Was Kyle as well? Yes. So no one got the world record in the 50? Who's, is there, do they not swim a 50? They, no one cares. The 100 is the, the thing. That's not my question. Do they swim a 50 meters at the Olympics? They have in the past. I don't know if they That's do That's more anymore. my question. Do they do that? They have in the past. I don't know if they do now. Okay, so it's a hundo. But a hundred's the, the race you're thinking about? Is the, the man's race That's or woman's race is the hundred. That's the hundred. Yep. 21 seconds is fucking wheels. That's for 50. I was going to say. 21.5 and the world record's 20.91. All right, let's dribble, Tobler.
You must be happy not to do your anymore after your performance today. Yeah, I've had a shocker. <laughs> I think it's the blue hair, to be honest. Oh. I think you just need to get better. That's probably it. Time in the saddle. <laughs> Time in saddle? I got fucking confused with that weightlifting shit. Anyway. Listen, you don't know as much as me, and that's fine. You, you, what you need to try and get out of your game is confusion. Kid can be confused. You need to get confusion out of your game. And also, I want you to go. I want you to go home tonight and study what Olympic weightlifting is, just so you're across it, and yep. what a clean and jerk and what a snatch is. Okay. Can I you think. Do that? I think as well when you hear us start to talk about something, even if we never ask you for any dioring, you start fucking dioring that bitch just in case. I was doing that. Mm, no. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's I, how I got to the deadlift. It would, it would be. Record. It would be much better for your reputation to have pretended like that wasn't what you were doing. Fair. Great. Sweet. Also, I believe two men ever have lifted more than 500 kilos in deadlifting. Just, just a fun fact. Thor? Eddie fucking someone. That Eddie, that English guy. Eddie Hall. Hall. Eddie Hall. And I think Thor. I think. More than 500 kilos? Yeah, deadlift. Eddie Hall, definitely. I'm pretty sure I saw that Thor fucking Hap Thor. Yeah, Hap Thor Bjornsson. Why wasn't it legit? There wasn't actually anybody there to adjudicate, so there was only him and his gym mates. So okay, nobody, right. it was videoed, but, but it doesn't there count. Was nobody there. You can't really. Uh, Eddie Hall definitely. Imagine the hemorrhoids you'd fucking have. Jesus Christ! Five hundred kilos is a f- like incredible amount of weight. It's a fuckload of weight. Hey boys, I come with some very important news for you about Bing ads. So me and Dad the other day we were watching a bit of. <laughs> David Attenborough, and then a Bing Liag came on. I was fully expecting to hear Lionel and Yenda. I hear Lionel, and then I hear this very unfamiliar voice. I'm like, where's Lin- Yenda? I'm like, what the fuck? So then I go and do a little bit of research. Turns out Yenda got replaced midway through last year by Lionel's daughter, Jasmine. So yeah, there you go, boys. Cheers. I was of the understanding Jasmine merely added to the roster rather than Yender put out the pasture. Now, I don't know how old Yender is, Tobler, if you could please look into that. But Has Yender done her time? Fucking oh, she's done her time, dude. Yender's been around for a hot, hot, hot second, but, like, I... A hot man. A hot Chrissy man's. I thought I'd... A min Lee. A min Wu. I, um... I or Minji, I thought I heard the. I heard, thought I heard like multiple gens, three gens of the Lee dynasty. Now we've already done that. You and I have already done that. I know that. But there Jasmine's was, new. There was well, that's four now. No, no, but I know. But I heard Jasmine in one with Lionel and Yender. I thought because Lionel's Yender's boy and Yender was Bing's daughter apparently, but I thought it was Bing's wife. So Bing's daughter was Yender. Yender's son was. Lionel and Lionel's, Lionel's daughter is Jasmine, maybe. Maybe. Just double, just double check that one more time. Whether Yenda was, was the was was Lionel's lover, or sorry, Bing's lover, Bing's wife, wife, spouse. Are you are you suggesting a potential mistress? No, no. The last name would indicate that everything was above board. True. Yeah, Yenda is Bing's wife. Okay. Perfect. So we'll be looking at three generations. Three gens. Yenda. Bing and Yenda. Bing and Yenda. Into Lionel. Lionel into a Jasmine. And I have heard Jasmine and she was great. She did a great job. She did a great job. The thing that we are going to lose when Yenda does leave, and I don't know if she has officially left, but when she does, is... Authenticity. Authenticity. That, that, that... uh, Are they Chinese? Yes. That Chinese accent speaking English is... 
I'm, it's a selling point. It, I can't, it, 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 does. it adds something. It adds something. It adds something. It's it's you know it's like if you go to a Chinese restaurant and they have a Chinese accent, you feel more at home. They and and listen, the Lees. You just do. The Lees credit to them. They they play on it. She says certain words, and he's like, "Mom, what are you saying?" You know what I mean? Even Lionel doesn't understand sometimes, and I think that's a nice little. It's a nice little interplay between generations, first generations, first generation Australian, like you know what are they yep. called immigrant whatever, and then now you first got, generation Australians. And is that then, right? I think it is. You weren't, you weren't born here, but you came here. Maybe they're born here. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to speak for them. But their accents would suggest that they maybe did not originate here. But Lionel, cut and dry, dinky die Aussie. You know, in rough as guts. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Mum, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah, you repeat that, Mum. And then Jasmine talking shit. Same thing. So. Great dribble. I hope that I hope that Yenda hasn't been put out to pasture. I will say that that'd be a sad day for the nation. And if she has been put out to pasture, sure, uh, more should have been made of it. Yeah, as Where's, in like there should have been a, a day of mourning. Well, I would suggest. Well, fucking oath. Put your white goods out. Yeah, yeah. And and maybe like a fucking, you know, my fellow Australians getting seen elbow at the put your put your dries out. Put your washing machines out. Put your fridges out. How etch was it during COVID when we had to listen to ScoMo talk every night to the TV? And I don't mean like critical of him, just like how scat that period was. Where every night you'd tune into the TV and ScoMo's like, well, we're closing he has, down he, this, we're closing his down voice, that. his voice was annoying. Well, it certainly didn't provide any comfort, but it was just etch. He didn't say anything. It was always the premiers. No, the very start of COVID when everything was getting shut down every night for like a week or maybe two weeks, he was on there. You won't be able to leave your home. You remember, won't be able to do this. Remember that was like, yesterday we had five cases in New Zealand. Oh, fuck me, Dad. God, that was uh, sad. Five, eh? Fuck. Yeah, five cases. Head for the hills. Anyway, uh, we should I'd not- love to know how many people got COVID last week, like yesterday. I wouldn't. Probably be in the thousands. No one gives a fuck. I apologise officially to Yender Lee and the Lee dynasty for bringing that up while we were trying to, you know, not mourn Yender because she's still with us, thank the heavens, but potentially mourn her career. But you did bring it up. I, that's why I'm apologising. Yeah. My fault. Shout out to, uh, to Yender. Yeah. Also, continuing the shocker that I've had today, Yender is married to Ken, son of Bing. So we're... So it's four generations. We're back to four we're generations. We're back to four. How'd you fuck that up? Don't know. <laughs> We've, yeah. Hey, he comes in. He comes in. He plays a blinder. It's called beginner's luck. Yeah. And you've got to start at the start and, and crawl you. That's actually true. He had a great it's second year syndrome. Sort of thing. Second potty syndrome. Second potty syndrome. Listen, people think it's easy. It's not. Mm. Dave you, actually, we actually gave Dave potentially too much too shit. Too much shit. Do you now like have a bit more respect for Dave being behind there? Or are you like, oh, it was tough. Yeah, because this is the first time. Like I used to do it as I was switching. So I was like, oh. Yeah, couldn't get a real grasp for it, but now I understand. I much more respect for Dave. Yeah, yep. do you want to apologise to him? No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's not like he listens anyway. Would you want to apologise to us for doing a poor job? I'll apologise for being human and making mistakes. But you were admitting that you're replaceable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> Hey boys, what's happening? Ah, uh, let me just fucking run you through something that happened this morning while I was driving through Eddie's favourite town of Paddington. So I'm a delivery driver, cruising through windy roads, you know how it is, and up ahead, 
on the path I see this fucking dog spread wide doing one of the most glorious shits you can ever see. I get close. No fucking way. It's Tonka. And Eddie, you looked fucking unhappy about it, mate. Guess what? It's your responsibility, boy. Get picking up. <laughs> see you, boys. He might have done a runny one, which, oh. means that it, which means that it's all hands on deck sort of stuff. Right. You know like, stop I mean? the press. Well, it's just like... What do you do with a runny shit? Well, you... Hose it? Nah. Well, if it's on the side of the... Fu- he, he always shits in garden beds. So you got to like... You, you hope you get leaves or soil and just fucking absorb and then wrap, <laughs> you know? You almost need to, like, in conjunction with a hearty... You know, roll of plastic bags, bring like a water bottle. You can just. Pss, pss. He doesn't shit on the road though. He always shits in the garden beds. Couldn't you just hose that down though? Then you have to pick it up. Like you can't pick up soggy shit. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about. It would have been runny. I'm not picking up liquid. You can't pick up liquid. What I mean. Liquid, you just throw leaves on the top of it and fucking go on your merry way. There's nothing you can do about liquid. No, no, you can't. So this wasn't liquid. It was no, just no, runny. No, no. It's just soft. Oh, it might have been his fucking four shit for the day and I was just off it. Who knows? Who knows? But you did do your duties though. Sounds like you picked them up. No, I pick. I always pick them up unless they're liquid, and and I can't pick them up. Well, what? Do you, yeah. What do you expect to do? Then I just cover them up. But the boy's trained well. He doesn't shit on the side of the fucking sidewalk like some dogs do. So a lot more dogs than you might think shit on the fucking sidewalk. If you allow your dog to no, if your dog shits there, whatever. But if you don't pick up your own dog's dog shit, you are a piece of shit. And. It's not uncommon in Paddington, I will say. Dude, I was me and my old man in Double Bay. Chick's dog can't move some fucking shit fluffy lint ball thing. <laughs> Took a dump on the side of the road. She pulled out toilet paper and wiped its ass. Get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> no. No. Wow. And like that is extraordinary. And it was a clean rugby league snap, like a Jake Trebojevic snap. Like there was no runniness to it. It wasn't, didn't require a wipe. Dogs' bum holes don't require a wipe. No. They just don't. Do you know what's crazy? Is that if you've got a really healthy diet, I don't think much wiping is required generally. No, 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 but you've got to, you've got to do it, you've got to do it the proper way like this. Squat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we, can you, are we getting that on camera? We're getting that. We're getting that squat on like camera. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not leaning back though. You got to lean forward. That's why I drop holes as much as they're an absolute nightmare on the knees. Um, but it's, it's funny because my daughters eat like healthy, right? Because they're just kids and you give them healthy food. And then I like honestly nine times out of ten when I got to wipe their ass, clean as a whistle. As a whistle, I'm like, this is insanity. Mm. The amount of trees I've taken yeah, down wiping my ass. Yeah. You're going through 50 rolls. Mate, can't. I'm fucking... You think logging in the Amazon's bad? My asshole's done way more. Delogging your ass, even worse. Yeah. Ridiculous. Anyway. On me go. Worth noting, huh? On me go. Uh, this is a special one that was sent via email. Special? Better be nice.
my nightmares Who manned the desk at Chain Keith for some time The unsuspecting victim Of the punters and dribblers Who maybe took it too far once or twice It's sad to see you're leaving On to a brand new chapter It's been a ride, I wish it wouldn't end I wish it wouldn't end Fuck yeah. This is good, this is good You. Who's Douglas? Riggis. Oh, yeah. it's Riggis. I thought it was. I thought so. Good. He does the whole thing as oh, well, mate. and you can tell you in here he's recorded every bit, or at least it seems that way. Don't you fucking forget where you came from, cause we're Seven. Craig Bellamy's ring base. Carl Marx's foreskin. Hating <laughs> dimension. Being heat short. And doing trivia and shit. We love you, Dave. Bye. Fuck, dude. Oh, it's Fuck, good. Man, he is so good. He is so good. Like, that's double baggy green sort of shit. It's double, like, you get, a, you get a stripe on your cap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we can we can talk about that in terms of what going the double looks like. Because there's a couple of boys have earned There's doubles. a couple of boys have earned doubles. That's double territory. That's so good. Fucking hell, that was good, dude. That was so fucking That good. was so I fun. thoroughly enjoyed that. As soon as it started, I was like, I've got a feeling this is Sam. It just was like, again, it sounds we like... Just, we just never have that sort of quality come no, across our desk. And to no. get it twice in three months seemed coincidental. It was like, you could, it sounded like different enough that it was recorded by someone else, but close enough that it was recorded by someone that knows what they're fucking doing. Well, you, and then as soon as you hear the vocals, you're like, well, like the lyrics, you're like, this is... You just don't stumble across that sort of quality in the street every now and then. No, you don't. Now, I don't know how we continue to use Sam Rigney or allow him to flourish. I wonder, like, let the kid fly. 
Let him fly. Let him flap his Just wings. let him flack his, flap that's his wings. The, that's the beauty of the punters and dribblers. You just, you just give them a little... You give them a bit of seed and they just start flapping. They eat their seed and they just flap away. That's right, Tom. We, 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 we're bird feeders. We don't feed all the birds because most of them are fucking hopeless. <laughs> most of them can't fly. Yeah, most of them are, are dodos. But there's a couple of eagles in there that we fucking prop up. I think we leave it on that one. 1,000%. Because I don't want to... I just think it's disrespectful. Every time Sam comes in and kills it, that's how we that's, end it. Yeah. And now we've got to make sure we don't listen to him too early in the show because it could be a 15-minute episode. Well, that's up to Tobler to get the timing right. Yep. Which you did. Well done, buddy. Got the timing right. Well done. That's how you finish. Well done. Well done. Uh, you, 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 you folded and you stuffed it in there and you got a nut off. So I'm proud of you, mate. <laughs> Very proud. <laughs> but I went on the record, it was a fault and stuff job. Oh, it was, well, definitely, there was no erect penis. No. This whole episode, it was it soft, like, flaccid. Yeah, it felt like shit. It was, it was a flaccid route. Yeah. But at least you got a nut off. Um, shout out to the pun and the dribbler. See you, cunts later, bye. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>